Greetings again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of OSI Today, the podcast featuring news and views from around the Office of Special Investigations. I'm Wayne Amon from OSI Public Affairs. August 1st, 2023, will mark the 75th anniversary of OSI's inception, and throughout the year, the command will commemorate the occasion using a communications plan based on the theme, Inspired by Our Past, OSI's future starts today. And with me to discuss what's in store during the year-long observance is one of the plan's organizers, Mr. Rob Vanderpool, OSI's command historian. Robert, welcome to the program. Always great to chat with you. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Good afternoon. Now, uh, again, complete disclosure here. We're recording this. Uh, we didn't waste too much time getting into the new year. We're doing this on January the 3rd, uh, so we can uh, do kind of a preview of the entire year that's ahead of us in commemorating the uh, 75th anniversary of the organization. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, Rob, if you would, for our listeners not familiar with OSI, could you give us kind of a thumbnail sketch on how the organization got its beginnings nearly 75 years ago? Sure. And you say, you know, it, it's uh, January 3rd. The, the year of OSI has already begun. So Yes, it has. I'm <laughs> looking forward to celebrating with us. But right. OSI began really <clears throat> because of an anonymous letter. And, you know, it always amazes me that an organization such as OSI, which they has such a worldwide impact, um, an organization that touches just about every part of our Air Force and our Space Force, across our Department of Defense, all of our international partners, an organization that does so much in the interest of national security, um, it all really goes back to a single anonymous letter that was written in 1945. Uh-huh. So essentially... Yeah, oh, go ahead, go ahead. An anonymous letter was written, submitted to the FBI, <clears throat> which reported some nefarious activities um, caused by, on behalf of a certain senior Army Air Corps officer, right? There was no Air Force yet. We're still Army Air Corps, part of the Army. Um, related primarily to the purchase of... of um, well, purchase fraud and also stock fraud. This particular individual, he got very rich over several years, mostly during World War II, towards the end of World War II, um, while he was in a position of responsibility for procuring war supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, he eventually retired from the service uh, after the war, thinking he got away with it. Um, now, this letter was written in 1945, and he retired in, in 1946. Um, and for a few years, the FBI had the letter, but nothing really came of it. It, it just kind of it went largely went unnoticed until eventually it found its way into a congressional appropriations investigation. Mm-hmm. And they realized that they had this. They were looking at, you know, to military appropriations, things like that. Right. Um, and then that letter found its way. Congress says, hey, you know, this is this is important. We should take a harder look at this. Found its way to the Department of Justice, who also got involved. When that happened, people began to question, you know, not only the ethics of the, of the particular senior officer I mentioned, but also, you know, why hadn't this letter been investigated sooner? Mm-hmm. Both of these things kind of painted a negative light on military um, in general, and they, they wanted to get a, you know, take a good hard look at this. So, you know, long story short, this particular individual, he was eventually found to be derelict, a little bit unethical. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was stripped of his military retirement. They took away all of his awards and decorations. He was forced to repay a pretty hefty sum, and he also spent a few years in prison um, for for his uh, his efforts there with his fraud. Um, so why is that important to us? One of the key takeaways from the investigation that was done was really that the military in general was not able to conduct unbiased investigations on itself, because in a large part, a lot of the investigators reported directly to either the base commander or the unit commander for whom they work for. Mm-hmm. 
the accountability levels were very muddy. Um, they potentially would get muddier depending on who the individual is involved. You know, sometimes even the investigators reporting the results of an investigation to those people who they had just investigated. Right, right. This wasn't good. Something had to change. Um, so I'm going to step outside the box for just for a minute. And, you know, that there's that old phrase, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Sure. Pretty common. Yeah. You know, that's that's one I don't typically like to use. I have some disdain for it because it, it's just always carries such a negative connotation. Mm hmm. Um, it, it's like if we don't remember history, we're always going to be stuck in some endless insidious loop of, of badness. And I don't think that's fair because there are parts of history that are worth repeating. You know, the good parts, right? Right, right. If something has worked well in the past, we shouldn't just automatically forget about it and grab it because it was in the past, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. So in September 1947, the Air Force activated as a separate service, breaking away from the Army. This was recognized really as a unique opportunity to get things right, or, or you know, I'll, I'll say more right, if I might borrow from the U.S. Constitution's more perfect. Um, you know, mm -hmm. we, we may never get perfect or right, but I don't think the destination is as important as the effort that we take to get there. Right. As long as we take that effort in good faith, um, we should always be a step better than we were before. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of how OSI all came together. It was that effort to do something that was a little more perfect, a little more right than what had been done in the past. Right. Um, now to do this, like I said, they didn't just throw away everything. They took, well, first off, you have this new, you have this new Air Force as a separate service, new service coming out of the Army. They realized, okay, we need to do something with this investigations process. Let's do something different. So what they did is they grabbed a, a, an FBI special agent. His name was Joseph Carroll. He was hand-selected by the Secretary of the Air Force and the FBI director, and he was given responsibility. They gave him a military commission. They charged him with the responsibility to review the military investigative processes and make recommendations so that this new Air Force can create its own investigative agency. Mm -hmm. Carroll did something, you know, pretty bold, pretty unique. He OSI was really modeled on the FBI because he came from the FBI. Uh -huh. But what he did is he took the best practices of the FBI, you know, taking that stuff that works. He also took some of the best practices of the Army that, you know, coming from the Army, a lot of our traditions, a lot of our, our procedures, all that stuff came from the Army. Sure. It wasn't all bad. Mm -hmm. So they took what worked and they threw it in there. And then they incorporated with some new, some new ideas and came up with this plan for OSI. And that's what's really set us on our path as an independent you know, an investigative agency for the Air Force. Mm -hmm. So on August 1st, 1948, OSI was officially established. It came into existence first as a directorate level function of the Air Force Inspector General. Responsible from the very beginning, the primary missions were criminal investigations, fraud investigations, and counterintelligence operations. <clears throat> now over the decades, the last seven and a half decades, that mission is, and everything has evolved. Um, today, we're no longer a decorate, we're, we're our own Field operator agency, yeah, with a very, very, very diverse mission set. You know. Oh right, no doubt. Um, you know, and I, I just reach back one more time to that more perfect analogy. You know, I, when Joseph Carrot was was envisioning, you know, what he was going to do with this new organization, and he was setting things up. I doubt he envisioned things like cyber or space or anything like that in 1947. Mm -hmm. So he couldn't really. You know, he didn't really know what was going to happen 75 years later, but it was those first seeds, the way he put this organization together as an amalgamation of good ideas. That's so the seeds of what we've become today, 75 years later. 
Right. That's kind of how it works right now here. As 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 the old commercial said, we've come a long way, baby. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> now, uh, getting in getting into the year long. Uh, commemoration of uh, the inception of the command, Rob. Uh, let's lead off with uh, 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 the communication objectives for this commemoration. Uh, what, what is the object of uh, uh, having a year-long uh, recognition of the command? I think the main objective really is just to celebrate OSI and its history, you know, celebrate OSI's achievements over the past 75 years. Um, mm -hmm. It's that simple. You know, probably more importantly than just the organization, though, we, it's more important that we we recognize and celebrate all the people who have served with OSI over the past 75 years. Mm -hmm. And that includes those who continue to serve today. You know, OSI's achievements belong to all of them, those that came before and those that are with us, that are with the command now. Um, when we got together, you know, and first started talking about how are we going to celebrate this this event? We looked at what we wanted to do to recognize OSI's 75th birthday, which falls this year, August 1st, 2023, right? Right. Well, as we started talking, we decided, well, why celebrate just one day when we can celebrate the whole year? We can celebrate for 365 days. Mm -hmm. So it kind of quickly evolved from a birthday party into a year of OSI celebration type of thing where we're going to mark, you know, and observe and, and celebrate all 75 years of history throughout the entire calendar year. Um, right. We're gonna note a few, we're gonna have a few key events on particular days throughout the year, but otherwise we're gonna have stuff rolling out from time to time um, ver on various platforms as the year goes on. You know, it's, right. um, it's really a cool opportunity to take a, a long look at a really cool organization like OSI. And then, you know, Hopefully people, as we're going through this, people will either learn new things they didn't know about OSI, maybe be reminded of things that they did know but forgot, mm -hmm. or, you know, just in general, just to get a little bit excited about the great history of this organization. Oh, sure. And as you mentioned, uh, uh, the folks today within the command are standing on the shoulders of those who, who came before them. So uh, uh, the, it's, it's a never-ending, uh, uh, you might say, work in progress. Uh, things uh, had a great foundation, and uh, now we're, as you mentioned, going into very uh, different uh, areas like cyber and, and, and things like that. So it should be a, a great future ahead of us uh, as well. Now, Rob, moving uh, to who we're targeting our, our messaging for, uh, who are some of the various targets? audiences that the uh, observance is designed to reach this calendar year? You know, really, we're, we're trying to target everybody. I mean, everyone, um, OSI personnel, past, present, even potentially future, you know, we've, we've got future agents and analysts and, and other folks running around out there. Um, so was it fair to say this is uh, can also be uh, used as a recruiting tool as well? Uh, well, if we're doing it right, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, I think we will just by showing who we are. Um, people are going to kind of get to know us a little bit better and realize what we're about. You know, we're uh, out there to show our law enforcement partners, our, our counterparts, mm -hmm. our international partners, um, the American public. Um, a lot of folks yeah. don't know who it is or what OSI does. You know, I, even there, the rest of the, the Air Force and the Space Force now, there's folks within our own, you know, department that don't know who we are or what we do. So, yeah, yeah. It, it really is a really good opportunity to reach out to these folks. In my job as a historian, I often find myself stopping and saying, you know, wow, I didn't know we did that. Or, you know, wow, I didn't know that we do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I yeah, I've, been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been with the organization since 2015 uh, in July, Rob, and, and, and I have to echo what you just said because, uh, you know, you have everybody has uh, kind of maybe uh, preconceived notions of what they think OSI is like or what it's mm -hmm. about. But uh, when they really get into the weeds, they discover, wow, that I just did not know that. Yeah, and it, it's amazing, you know, and like I said, this, is, this presents a really great opportunity. I hope that throughout the year, um, and, and folks will be able to get excited about and about those opportunities to learn something new or, you know, just generally get excited about OSI and our history. And mm -hmm. again, for those who are outside of OSI, maybe it'll inspire them to, you know, maybe look deeper into the history of their own organizations and see where they came from and maybe how they relate to us way back when or, or however, you know, it really is just an opportunity for us to increase awareness, um, increase understanding, build some morale, foster some pride and, you know, have a little fun while we're doing it. Oh, um, sure. <laughs> and we're having fun right now. That's right. You know, you, you had mentioned uh, earlier about those that came before us. And that reminds me of, um, you know, former Air Force Chief of Staff, uh, General Mark Welch. He used to frequently comment on how we as folks within the Air Force were constantly standing on the shoulders of giants, right? Right. So basically, we owe those who came before us for, put it, for putting us on the path that we're on, essentially. Um, and this is very true, you know, but but we're, 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 we're taking the time to celebrate 75 years and we're looking back, but we don't want to lose um, the folks that are with us today either. We want to make sure that they're involved in this process. So mm -hmm. each and every one of us who's serving today with an OSI or, or, you know, in whatever capacity, we all have the potential to be those future giants as we progress forward that others look back on, you know, mm -hmm. and this is kind of where our theme for the 70th anniversary came from. The theme was inspired by our past OSI's future starts today. Right. That, that really is a reflection of our desire to celebrate our past and pay our respects to those giants that came before us, but also to celebrate all the giants that we have in our ranks today. And that's really important. You know, everybody yeah. who is currently serving with OSI is helping to build upon and reinforce or shape the foundation that was laid for us as we take that foundation and bring it into the future. So again, it's just really, it's, um, it's a really good opportunity to not only appreciate where we came from, um, appreciate who we are and then get excited about where we're going. Oh, sure. Now, uh, in, in moving on to this next question, Rob, uh, I think of, well, how are we going to, how are we going to get there? How are we going to, what kind of communication strategy is going to be used in telling that OSI story? Uh, that strategy is uh, pretty multifaceted in its, in its own right. Uh, you know, looking at the uh, communication plan. Right. And there's, there's going to be a, a lot of, a lot of different stuff going on. You know, um, we live in the digital age, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the bulk of our messaging will be done through the use of, of digital media, you know, social media and other various websites. Um, in that regard, a big shout out to you and the rest of the, our public affairs folks for uh, doing the heavy lift in this regard. I know you guys are working real hard to, to make sure that we get this, get this out there and, and, and get people excited about this. So thank you. Well, we, um, we appreciate those kind words. And, uh, uh, you know, PA has always worked hand in hand with, uh, uh, HO, meaning the history office. So uh, uh, it's a, uh, what do you call it? A, uh, a labor of love, if you will, uh, on both ends, I think. Absolutely. You know, I've always, seen, I've always seen us as like, you know, cousins within the Air Force. We both have different missions, but we, we share enough similar uh, 
similar things that yeah we, we should if we if we're not playing nice we're doing something wrong <laughs> right now the strategy uh rob is going to be broken down into various months of the year uh you know just looking at a copy of that communication strategy you know beginning this month with this particular podcast and a uh, uh, uh accompanying story that uh, uh my pa teammate uh, tom brading will be uh, uh crafting shortly uh we go to various regions various lines of operation like criminal investigations fraud uh, counterintelligence uh, uh cyber the whole gamut and so as you said and we and we do it uh, uh also in going through the various decades the 40s 50s 60s and so on and 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 it's, i think it's an interesting evolution as to how the organization within its ranks has evolved over the uh the decades right i said it just owes to the diversity of of the mission and the just the general variety of of history that we have um you know we have the whole year to celebrate so mm -hmm. when we were contemplating on how are we going to do this we decided to break things down in a month and then each month we'll take a series of topics and each of these topics is, is independent of each other so yeah just because you know in the first month we're looking at uh region one and you know the criminal investigations arena mm -hmm. that's not all we're going to talk about um right. and they don't, they don't have to be related together um you know um Plus, we also don't just don't want to focus on the history. We also want to focus on what's going on today. Again, mm -hmm. our future starts today, right? So we'll be looking at the regions. We'll be taking a look at the different lines of effort, um, focusing on, again, one in each month, independently of each other, um, rotating those throughout the year. OSI has such a big footprint, and there's so much that we do. It's going to be hard to capture everything um, and look at everything, but we're going to cover as much as we can in as meaningful a way as we can right. um with 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 the you know the bandwidth that we have i wouldn't expect too many deep dives into one particular topic or organization or activity uh, again there's just too much to cover but hopefully we'll be able to put out enough of there to give a good representation of osi is what it does you know where it came from um and then you mentioned the the decades one that one kind of falls in my wheelhouse i'm i'm the, the guy that looks at old stuff so we're going to take like a you know, one month a year, we're going to focus on a decade. And, and that we're not really going to put anything new because this really is the past. But mm -hmm. what I kind of wanted to do with that is just grab some things from the past and bring them back and bring them out directly to the, to the, to the folks. So, you know, photographs or old articles or things that were written in the words of or, or images of the words of, or, of, the, of the people that were serving way back when and just give yeah. you that kind of direct connection to the history and say hey you know here it is what do you think about it um right so you know and there's a, there's a few other things that we're having the works along those lines i know we're we're, work, we're working on putting out a series of videos um that will be released monthly bi-monthly um with comments from our former osi senior leaders and other things like that um mm -hmm. for our listeners out there i would just encourage you man when you're out there on those social media channels look for that hashtag 75 years osi and it'll get you where you need to go to to view some of these neat things. There you go, and I'm glad you I'm glad you made that plug, Robert, because uh, uh, advertising never hurts, no doubt about that. <laughs> now, uh, as far as um, uh, uh, messaging is concerned, dealing with that strategy, uh, what are some of the key messages that we'll be delivering to our audience? I know again, it, it runs the gamut, uh, you know, from you know basic history messages to uh, the role that we have within the Department of the Air Force and everything in between. So. Uh, uh, the messaging is going to be, uh, I think, as diverse as the skill sets that the uh, special agents and the pro staffers uh, uh, work with every day. 
No, agreed. You know, we talked a, a little bit, you know, the, the overarching thing is we want to increase awareness. We want to increase understanding, build morale, foster pride and have a little fun. Um, and there's a there's a lot of ways we can go with this one. And and for me, you know, I'm, I'm a history. I'm a history guy. So I yeah. study history. Um, there's really one thing that really sticks out for me more than anything else. And, uh-huh. and, and I think it's focusing on, you know, um, we need to continue focusing on, yes, the organization has grown over the years. The mission has evolved over the years. But one thing that was really remained constant has been the skill and the dedication of OSI's people. Right. Um, it, history is about people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just dates and places and things like that. That's a part of it. But to me, it really is a small part of it because without people, none of that other stuff matters, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's the one thing that has really correlated across all seven and a half decades of OFI's, of OSI's history is our people, you know? OSI has served everywhere our Air Force or our nation has needed us. They've always, the people of OSI have always risen to the occasion. Um, I think, yeah. you know, this, this remains even more important as we continue to look forward. You know, our future starts today, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the coming years, they present extraordinary opportunities, but they also present extraordinary challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, the Air Force, the Space Force, our mission partners, our national partners are all going to continue to look at us and expect us to continue to evolve and meet those new mission requirements. Um, as we, we look to those future challenges, and we remember that, hey, we do walk in the footsteps of those OSI members that came before us, those giants. Our future starts today as we blaze that path mm-hmm. that the ones that come after us will follow us. And that's the connection. It's not just 50 years ago, 75 years ago. You know, it's it's a connection. There are folks in the command today who are with us who celebrated the 50th anniversary in 1998. They're still yeah. serving with us. Yeah. You know, we recently had a graduation um, last month from the Special Investigations Academy, and some of those agents will probably be around in 25 years for the 100th anniversary celebration. Yeah. You know, who knows? We may even have a future OSI commander in that group, but because they're serving in the same OSI today, they bind that whole expanse of that history. Mm-hmm. And that's really what brings the, the history together is the people. The missions change, the locations change, the challenges change. But it's the people that keep OSI running and keep right. OSI successful. You know, the 75 years of history is really about all of you out there, you know, in OSI and beyond who right. have made that history. I'm a historian. I don't make history. I write stuff down. I collect things. I safeguard them for posterity. But I don't make that history. All of you out there in OSI do. It's your history. So please celebrate it. You know, take this opportunity and celebrate it. Yeah, and it's going to be a, a year-long event uh, to commemorate uh, the event, no doubt about that. Uh, my final uh, question, basically, Rob, is uh, generally speaking, what kind of tactics are going to be used to tell the OSI story? Now, I think you may have alluded to that earlier uh, in our podcast about uh, social media and so on and so forth, but uh, we'll be also having uh, you know print media um, uh, and, and things along that line, uh, some various events. Uh, spoiler alert here, uh, um, I'm working closely 
closely with the local minor league uh, baseball team in the Fredericksburg, Virginia area to uh, hopefully, uh, and early indications are we will be able to do it, although it's not etched in stone yet, but it looks very promising that uh, we'll have uh, hopefully our commander at the time of the uh, anniversary of uh, August 1st of 2023 throw out a ceremonial first pitch at the uh, uh, Fredericksburg Nationals minor league baseball game to commemorate uh, 75 years of OSI. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. That should be fun. Uh, we're kind of approaching this. It's kind of a run and gun style. Um, and I say that because, you know, as, as the OSI mission evolves, um, so does the 75th anniversary celebration. So mm -hmm. as things come up, we're going to kind of throw them in there and add them in, add them into the, into the, into the calendar, you know, into the program. Um, right. In addition to the social media and website stuff that we've talked about, um, we will indeed have some special events uh, conducted throughout the year. Um, most of the focus on my end are going to be things that are going to be occurring in the national capital region, mm -hmm. um, it, you know, areas near OSI headquarters. But we are also encouraging and supporting our various regions and detachments and other OSI organizations, you know, in holding their own local events and ceremonies and then sharing those with us. Yeah. So we can use that to help tell that bigger picture because I mean it it really is amazing. Um, OSI does have a worldwide footprint, so we make sure we want to make sure that we represent that well as we're doing all this as well. Um, yeah, yeah, no doubt so, about that. Now, once again, Robert, the uh, the tag relevant social media content is hashtag seventy five years OSI for uh, people down the road to uh, check out what's happening uh, this whole commemorative year. And uh, I'm absolutely. I'm looking forward to uh, everything unfolding. It's uh, kind of like wrapping up a a year long Christmas present, if you will. <laughs> right, absolutely. You know, and they're 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 like I said, we're, this is a, a process and evolution, so we don't have a lot of stuff that's that's um, you know, cemented down yet, but there are a couple of things I did want to mention um, that we do have on the calendar that, that folks may be interested in. Um, mm -hmm. First one is on March 19th, we're going to be planning a wreath laying event at Arlington National Cemetery, which will mark the 113th birthday of our first commander, Joseph F. Carroll. Mm. Um, that will also include a presentation at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Mm -hmm. um, follow that up in May, we're going to be conducting all of our normal police big activities that we typically do every year. Um, this includes activities downtown in Washington, D.C., at the National Law Enforcement Officer Memorial. But this year, they'll be a little bit different because we're also going to be adding an additional name to the memorial for one of OSI's fallen who was uh, lost in the line of duty back in 1952. Uh -huh. uh, more details are going to come out about that story in a little bit, but it, it's a really great um, opportunity for us to show that, that uh, you know, as we're looking back 75 years, we don't forget our own. Um, yeah. And this particular individual was, 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 killed in act, was killed in the line of duty um, was went up being lost for about 70 years until he comes back into light. And we, we were able to um, properly honor him by, by getting his name added to the memorial this year. So right. like I said, stay tuned out to your OSI public affairs channels. You're going to, you folks will see a, uh, a detailed story on that in, in the very short future on the details of that, but that should be a really, really, uh, um, really touching thing to, to do and, and sure. it's, it's just a really appropriate um especially you know seeing as it's our 75th anniversary year um no, no doubt about that uh, uh yeah it's all great stuff to look forward to and uh, uh they say i guess uh, you know anticipation is almost half the fun uh, that we know right. that this stuff is coming up right well you know you never uh, a good tease is, is good for uh, uh you said you mentioned before advertisement well a good tease is good for advertising as well. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, before um, we wrap up, Rob, is there anything else that you'd like to add? 
Well, there's actually a, there's actually two other events I'd, I'd like to mention. Okay, sure, sure. Go ahead. Um, the first off the month of May, um, again, we typically do our, uh, our police week activities with that. We have a, the celebration event for our, our fallen heroes. Um, and we, we do something every year, but every fifth year, the organization takes it up a little bit and does a more formal ceremony. Mm-hmm. And we're, so we're looking to do some sort of a flagpole ceremony for our fallen heroes outside of OSI headquarters that day. That'll be a, a little more involved than what we normally do for that. Yeah. Um, and, for our, and for our new listeners, that, of course, is at uh, uh, the Russell Knox building in uh, Quantico, Virginia. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then on, on top of that, you said you mentioned the baseball game. I got my fingers crossed, hoping that one that, yep. that should be a lot of fun. Um, well, I'm a sports guy, so I'm, I'm pushing hard for that. <laughs> but the, the last the last event that I specifically wanted to mention was uh, it's going to occur in September. And this is going to be a big one. This is our Hall of Fame induction. Um we're going to be inducting a new class, the class of 22 in the, in the Hall of Fame. But this one's going to be a little bit different than other ones previously as well, because because of COVID-19, we haven't been able to formally induct any classes for a while. Mm-hmm. So this event, we're actually going to be inducting the classes of 2018, 2020, and 2022 at the same time. Oh, great. With seven new members, bringing our total up to 50. Now, the Hall of Fame is was created during our 50th anniversary event. So mm-hmm. this kind of brings it full circle. We're going to do, you know, 50, 50 agents, 50th anniversary, 75th anniversary. Um, that's all going to happen in September. That's going to be done in coordination with our Association of Former OSI Special Agents Convention. Right. Okay. Typically, that's something that they have every two years. But because of COVID-19, they haven't been able to have it for several years either. So this, right. is, this is going to be a, a very big event for them as well. Um, we'll do our Hall of Fame inductions. And we're also looking at having our big anniversary type dinner at that event so we can capture all the generations of osi together at this one function to really celebrate those those 75 years of history so that's kind of what's on the drawing board now i mean that's what's out there now there there should be other things pop up as the year goes on but those are those are the things that that I'm, i'm really excited about well, I'm, I'm, you certainly wetted my whistle, no doubt about that. Uh, we're, you know, working in PA like uh, I do, and with our PA team, we're looking forward uh, to working with you and and the rest of leadership and uh, getting the word out about all the great things coming up uh, to commemorate uh, the 75th year of existence for OSI. Our guest has been Mr. Rob Vanderpool, OSI Command Historian and one of the organizers of OSI's 75th Anniversary Year-Long Observance. Rob, thanks again for taking the time to be with us. Always great to chat with you, my friend. Thank you. And if I just need one parting shot. Sure. For the folks out there, history is tangible. It's meant to be touched. It's meant to be experienced. (laughs) As we progress to the 70th anniversary year, I encourage every one of you out there to find those things that we are talking about or highlighting or just having fun with take those things that relate personally to you take the time to celebrate and enjoy them you only get an opportunity to celebrate 75 once so please have some fun with it thank you and thanks to you rob uh, for that uh, great way to wrap things up and thanks to all of you listening for tuning in for osi today i'm wayne amon saying so long for now <laughs>